So this should be part of your work list. Have some dream role material that you're working on a regular basis. I don't think we should wait until we're cast in a show to get to experience the music of it. Welcome to Studying the Song, a podcast to help musical theater actors figure out what to sing and how to sing it so that you shine in your audition, one-woman show, or leading role. My friends, talent and passion are only the beginning. I believe there is freedom in preparation. I believe that when you put in the work, practice the skills, and do the research, something amazing happens. You become so prepared in your craft that you become unstoppable. In this podcast, I want to give you the tools and skills to create a powerful audition book that showcases your artistry and actually gets you work. I want you to feel totally at home reading the musical score of a show, and I want to help you define your unique artistic voice. Consider me your own personal vocal coach in your earbuds, cheering you on and bringing you the reality checks you need along the way. I'm Corey Yamaoka, and I'm so excited to be walking this journey with you. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to Studying the Song. This is the podcast that helps musical theater singers figure out what to sing and how to sing it so they can shine in the audition room or in your one-person show or in whatever musical you just got cast in. I am your host, Corey Yamaoka. You may notice that my voice has a little lighter lilt today, and I just want to say that um, my son started back to preschool this week after having summer vacation. So, you know, mama's just happy to have some focused work time. I am here. I am ready to record this and talk to you. So today we are going to be talking about creating a practice plan for yourself. What should you be working on when you're practicing? Do you even have a work list, which you're going to make one by the end of this episode? And what are the four songs, four types of songs that should be on your work list? So I think a lot of us approach practicing in sort of a a crisis mindset where we have like an audition next week or, you know, we have a callback. We have in 24, we have 24 hours to learn the song and submit the self tape. And it's a crisis, an emergency. You have to do the immediate thing right in front of you. Or maybe you're in a show and your at home practice is basically set for you by the music director because they're teaching the songs in a certain order. And then you record your rehearsals and then go back and practice that material in the evening. So it's pretty easy. But right now we're in sort of this weird time, like we're kind of coming out of the pandemic. Some people have started to book shows, but there's still a lot of people not working. Um, And so what are you doing to practice regularly? And even when we're post-pandemic and and everything is back and fully open, you're going to have times where you're in between shows. And so that practice is not designated by the material you have to work on for the show that you're in. So what are you doing to practice, to hone your skills, to be improving and working on your craft? And how do you know where to begin? What material should you choose when it's time to practice? So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about creating that work list, that practice plan that actually moves you forward towards your goals as an artist and that actually keeps you improving your skills. 
Um, we will talk about those four types of songs, but before we get into that, I have two quick things to share with you. First, you may have seen on my Instagram last week, I posted a little announcement in my stories. I am going to be shutting down my podcast profile on Instagram, which is at studying the song. I think it's still going to exist, but I'm not going to be posting new material on it. Everything is going to be posted on my personal page at Corey Yamaoka. So be sure to follow me there. I'll have everything related to podcasts, coaching, personal life, um, all under one roof, so to speak. And I did this because I've been needing to streamline my life, um, cut out some stress, um, cut out some like work that just feels like it isn't totally productive. And one easy way to do that is to just have one Instagram account that I'm posting to. And I don't have to wonder like, is this podcast related or is this coaching related or is this personal? Should I put it on both accounts? All that stuff. Um, mama doesn't have time for that. So that's that. If you're only following me at studying the song, make sure that you migrate over to at Corey Yamaoka. Second thing, I want to share a quick listener review from Apple Podcasts. This review is from Albert, and he says, Corey has created an amazing resource for singing actors here. She has deep knowledge and presents it in a way that is clear and organized, but also breezy and engaging. Whether you're a student or a professional, you'll find great value in this podcast. Albert, thank you for the feedback. Thank you for calling me breezy. I've never been called breezy before, and I love that terminology. Um, And I'm glad that the content is coming off as organized and understandable. That's obviously like one of my number one goals. Thank you for listening and saying that. If you are listening right now and you also find this show helpful and you want to spread the word to other singers and performers, take a few minutes, write a review on Apple Podcasts. I will shout you out in a future episode or take a screenshot and share with a friend or put it on Instagram and tag me at Corey Yamaoka. Um, so that's it. Thank you again, Albert, for that review. I really appreciate that. Let's get into today's topic, creating a work list for your practice sessions. Okay, let's assume you've already decided to start being more diligent about practice. Okay, let's just start. That's the baseline. That's seriously one of the hardest steps to take. So bravo to you, especially when we're like in this weird sort of pandemic time period where you have auditions, but things are going back and shutting down and it's just, it's confusing. So if you're going to put in your daily work, your daily practice, you are taking your destiny into your own hands, you're investing in yourself, you're putting in the work. That's amazing. Bravo. Okay. So now it's Saturday morning. It's 1030 a.m your voice is waking up and you're thinking, all right, it's time to practice. You pull out your rep book and what happens? Okay. One of two things happens in scenario. Number one, you look at your binder full of songs and you get immediately overwhelmed. You don't know where to start. Which song should you pull out and brush up? I don't know. Should you be learning a new song? What's the most important thing to begin with? It's completely overwhelming, it's confusing, it's unclear, so you close your book and decide to practice tomorrow, basically, (laughs) which of course keeps getting put off and then you never practice. Is that you? Are you in scenario one? Have you done that? I have done that. Um, Here's scenario number two. You open up that rep book, right? It's 10.30, the voce is ready, and you look at that ginormous rep book and you're not quite sure where to start, but you know, you're committed, I'm here to practice, so you say... I'll just warm up by singing through a couple songs. 
You know who you are. I see you. My husband is this way when he's practicing. You open up and you're like, oh, the wizard and I, I'll just sing that one. Or, you know, my least favorite, she used to be mine or whatever your go-to is. And you sing through it and it's a little rusty. You're dusting off the cobwebs, but that's cool. You're just warming up, right? And then that keeps happening and you keep turning to the next go-to. Oh, I love this song. I love this song. I remember when I sang it in this, blah, blah, blah. And then you keep doing that for like an hour and then you start to get a little vocally fatigued and you check the time on your phone and you're like, oh, I've been singing for an hour. Awesome. Practice time is done. Nice job. Time to take a break. Okay. Obviously, neither of these scenarios is helping you move forward towards goals. They are not helping you improve your skills. Obviously, scenario number one, when you shut the book and decide not to practice, like you're not singing, you're not doing anything helpful because you gave up. Scenario number two, slightly better. You've sung, that's awesome, but you haven't really focused in on vocal technique, learning a new song, honing a skill. You didn't move forward towards those goals. So I want to help you fix it because it's overwhelming and you want to feel like you're moving ahead, but sometimes you just don't know how to create that plan for yourself. What should you be prioritizing, right? In that huge binder with a million songs spilling out of it, how can you create a list that feels um, like useful and like it's tailored toward where you want to go next? Now, I do want to say, if you have a small binder, if you're still like in the process of fleshing out your book and you have a lot of empty song categories, this is still going to apply to you. You're just going to be more focused on finding new repertoire. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to walk you through the four types of songs that should be on your work list for your practice sessions. And this is going to help you create an organized, strategic practice plan to help you improve your skills and move you towards your goals. All right, so let's go here. The first thing you need to do before any of these types of songs, we need to differentiate between what is singing time and what is research time. So singing time is when you're actually making sound, you're working on performing the songs vocally and acting wise and melding those things together. Okay. That's where the four songs are going to come in. Research time is also equally important. And that's when you're looking for new songs, you're listening to new material, you're reading through a script, you're doing your character analysis and actually writing it down. That is super important. And you have to dedicate time just for that. But you don't want to start your singing practice time thinking you're going to be singing and then you get sidetracked because you're like, oh, I was supposed to check out that song from Head Over Heels or Town or whatever it was. So you want to split these two things. You want to have singing and research, create time, especially for each type of work. Okay. What happens is you're in a completely different frame of mind when you're tuned into working on your voice and you're thinking about your body and all of that and you're creating versus when you're researching and absorbing and taking things in. It's like two different ways that the mind is working and to ping pong back and forth is actually very difficult. So now what you're going to do is first step, schedule your practice times into your work week. This can be a sticky topic here. Can it be sticky? I don't know. Is that the right word? I think most people don't practice as much as they should. Just going to say it. Let me be your big sis and be like, y'all need to pick up the daily practice. Okay. Every day you should be doing something for your art. 
All right. Now, do you have to sing every single day? No. One of those days might be listening to new material. Like I said, research time. I have a whole episode about picking up your daily practice and some ways that you can get into that habit. Um, It's episode number five, and it's called, How Are You Preparing to Return to Theater in 2021? Um, Sadly, this is still very um, present in our life as we haven't quite fully gotten back to everything being open up. Um, So have a daily practice, but that doesn't mean you're singing every day. Okay, so how many days should you be singing? I suggest three to five days a week for at least an hour each. I think an hour like goes by pretty quickly once you see what kind of songs you're going to have on your work list. And then commit to these days. Don't break appointments with yourself. Like you wouldn't schedule to go to the doctor and then just decide the morning of like, oh, I don't really feel like going to the doctor, so I'm just not going to go. They'd be like, um, no, you still owe us for this office visit, right? So schedule it into your week, know that it's coming so that you can anticipate it, you can emotionally be ready for it, you can be thinking like, oh, I'm practicing tomorrow at 10 a.m., should I have that extra glass of wine tonight? Maybe I shouldn't, right? So three to five days, and you could do that every other day, you can put them in a row, whatever works for you. It really depends on you know how, how serious you are about your craft, what level you're trying to get to. And it also has to do with like the rest of your work schedule if you're working or you're going to school. But y'all, we have an hour a day. We're wasting an hour a day doing a lot of things that we don't need to be doing. That's a separate episode. I won't get into that. Okay. So step one, schedule your times into your week. Step two, create a work list. All right. So what is a work list? It's very self-explanatory. It's a list of songs that you want to work on. I think you should have like four to eight songs on this list. And you may have like a lot more songs in your mind that you want to get to, but pick maybe four to eight and you're going to spread these out across your your days of the week. You're not going to work on every song during every practice session. And what you might do is you might say like, you know, for the next four weeks, for like this month, it's going to be these four songs. And then the next month, maybe I will have checked these ones off and I'll get to the next four. But have a list of four to eight that you can be picking from for your for each um, session. Remember that you can always remove songs. If you start working on it, you're like, eh, I'm really not loving this. I don't want to focus on this right now. Cool. Take it off the list. Or you can see other songs come up in your life, you're like, ah, that's the one I need to move that to the front because that's going to be really good for this audition. Right. Um, so the list can change, but have a list to begin with. What's going to happen is, is you're going to see those song titles written down on a piece of paper in the front of your audition book. And you're going to, you're going to want to check those off. I'm a checklist person. I don't know if you are, but I love having that little square next to that to-do item, and when it's done, boom, I check that thing off, and I just feel like such a sense of accomplishment. That's what you want. You want there to be these little tiny goals, these little tiny to-dos that you can check off and that you can keep feeling like there's forward momentum. Alrighty, so that's that. We're going to create a work list, and now we're going to go into how to do that. The first thing you should that should always be on your work list, and this is not one of the four songs, this is just the first thing, you need to start with a warm-up of some sort. Anytime you're having a singing time, do a little bit of a warm-up. You want to get centered, get in your body, you want to remember your posture, your breath, 
a little vocal technique, some vocalises. I always do hums, a few sirens. And then if you have more, uh, more time, and that's maybe a day you're dedicating more to vocal technique, you're going to go through some exercises and f- some vocalises maybe from lessons that you've taken or, or somebody on YouTube, et cetera, that kind of thing. Some days it'll be short and it's just about kind of centering and then you dive into um, the music for the day. But make sure that you're always starting with a warm-up of some sort. Then you're going to move into working on repertoire. So here are the four types of songs that are going to be in your repertoire section of your, um, your practice, okay? Now, remember, I said these are not the obvious emergency crisis situations of that audition next week or the callback tomorrow or the show you're currently in. Yes, you need to practice those, but this list is for what your daily, steady, ongoing practice life will include when you're in between shows or just, you know, as you're being an artist. Okay. So first type of song, songs that are your actual audition songs for upcoming auditions within the next six months. You know that in three months you're going to be auditioning for Dear Evan Hansen. And so you are working on keeping that, whatever your song is fresh for it. You're working through your choices. You're exploring color, vocal colors, all the stuff you would do when you're working on the the performance of a song. So what shows are coming up on the boards that you are applying for? Like things maybe regionally, or if you're in New York, maybe it's on Broadway as well. Could be community um, theater level stuff. So take a look at what the shows are that are coming up. What do you want to audition for? And then you're going to select your song for that. And you're going to be working on the performance of that song and creating or revising a cut, right? And then once you really know what that cut is, preparing the sheet music, just a word. I think preparing sheet music should go into research time because you're not actually making sound, but you may be working on your cut and, you know, singing it and revising it and making notes and stuff on your sheet music during singing time. But if you have a big like cut and paste job you have to do, do that at a different time, not during singing time. Okay. So first type of song is what are the auditions that I know are coming down the road that I want to be getting these songs in my body and really feeling prepared. You guys, I, so many people come and they're like, what song should I use for this audition? And my first question is always, when's the audition? And they say, oh, it's in two weeks or it's next week. I'm like, well, you should sing a song that you already know. We should not be picking new material for you right now. It should be something that's already in your book, already living in your body that you already have memorized. You've already done the research for the character. You've read the script, right? You've made your acting acting beats, acting choices, um, action verbs assigned to the different phrases, all the work, right? It takes work to prepare an audition song. I don't care if it's 16 bars. You've still got to do the same work as if you were singing the entire song, So that's why you want to be preparing for things months in advance, if possible, and just having them ready to go. All right. And that means maybe there's songs in your book that are already uh, that you know you're going to be using for whatever audition. It's not a new song. That's cool. But you're still keeping it fresh. You still know that audition's coming up. And so you're going to be practicing this you know, twice a week. You're going to run through it and you're going to maybe like remind yourself of the 
character and the given circumstances and go through your analysis sheet, all that kind of stuff, right? So that's type number one. Song type number two. These are new songs, new songs that you're going to add to your audition book to beef it up or make your audition book more uh, specifically tailored to yourself. So first of all, you have to figure out what are the areas in my book that I need new songs? Are there categories that are completely empty or are there categories where I have repertoire that might be kind of stale or it's actually no longer right for me because I've aged out of it? or you're trying to go in a new direction. Um, maybe you've been known for comedy and you're trying to do more dramatic or serious lead roles, that kind of a thing. So determine where those holes are, right? And then in your research time, you're going to spend some time looking for song ideas. You're going to be listening. Then you're going to select some songs to try out. Then they come into this time in your practice new songs for my audition book. I'm going to try out and sing through these and see how I like them in my voice. That might be one way. Then once you've decided like, oh, this is definitely one I want to include, then you're going to be doing, well, in your research time, you're going to read that script. You're going to do your character analysis, all of that. And then in your singing time, you're learning the melody, you're learning the rhythms, you're working on, um, vocal colors and figuring out the, um, the sections of the song doing the work of learning the song. Okay. And then at some point in that time, then you'll have to decide what your cut is, right? I suggest if you're going to put a new song in your audition book, learn the whole song because somebody in that audition room might be like, oh, can you take it from this part of the song? Because I want to hear you do this part. That has totally happened. They're like, uh, can you take it back 32 bars? And then someone has to sing from there. So make sure that you know the whole song, yeah? Then during this new songs category of, of your practice time, you're going to work on a cut and maybe you're trying different versions and you're um, seeing which one has like the right flow and features the climax in the right way, right? Then you have to do the work of cutting that thing together. And maybe you do that in your research time again, okay? So be very specific to what you're using your singing time for. Second category is new songs that you're adding to your rep book. All right. Number three, this is pretty fun. This is where we get into like, I'm not thinking about auditioning necessarily. All right. Number three is your songs from your dream roles. And here's what I mean. Everybody has like some shows, some roles that they want to be in, that they love, that are maybe dreams of theirs, or they just think they'd be really great for, right? So I want you to make a list. What are three roles that you'd like to play in the next one to four years? Yeah, one to three years that you'd be appropriate for that, you know, you really want to put on that to-do list. I'm looking for theaters that are doing those shows, right? And then I think you should start working on the rep of those characters. You should start doing the work, learning that role before it even happens. This is very common in the world of opera. Um, singers will know like these are the, the, um, the lead operatic roles that I'm right for. And they start learning the material because it can take years to work on the arias from these songs to really get it in your body and singing at the level that you want to be singing. And then it's just a matter of like, oh, that person, is, that um, opera company is doing Aida or um, 
Lobo M. Oh my gosh, I couldn't think of it. Whatever it is, or Tosca, then you know, like, oh, I'm going to submit my material for that in Utah or in Italy or in California, wherever the theater is. You're just looking for the roles that you already have under your belt and that you know that you're right for. Okay. So have your list of three roles. It could be five roles, three to five roles, but I think three is a good start. Write down all the songs that that person sings, that that character sings in the show. Um, You're going to have, obviously, solo pieces. Usually they have a duet, maybe more than one duet. And then there's going to be ensemble stuff that they're a part of. And then work down in that order. Work with their solo songs first and then go to their secondary duet, small group stuff. And then when you have time, like actually start working on the ensemble stuff too, if you can get a hold of the, um, the arrangements for those. This way, when those shows come up, you're already going to be so prepared. You're going to already have done all of the excavation of the character and the show, right? And when you go into audition for it, you're going to be in such a different mindset than if your dream role was playing Sally and Cabaret you haven't done any prep work, but then you see cabaret come up and the audition is in two weeks and you're like, I want to go audition for Sally. Okay. But what have you already picked out what your audition song would be for that role? Have you already started learning the Sally material? Do you know about the emotional journey that Sally goes on? Right. You want to have all that done before you come into that audition room. So this should be part of your work list. Have some dream role material that you're working on a regular basis. And I just think this is fun because it's like, you're not necessarily going to use this in an audition, but this is what you would be singing in a callback, right? It's going to be helpful. And these songs just give us something like to aspire to. And like, if you really love the music, it just lifts your spirits when you get to sing it. I don't think we should wait until we're cast in a show to get to experience the music of it. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. All right. The fourth kind of song this is cool. The fourth kind of song that should be on your work list is songs that feature new skills that you want to develop. Are you trying to play an instrument while singing? Are you trying to work on like jazz tone and scatting? Or maybe you're like really trying to include some country or Southern folk kind of pieces and you want to work maybe on singing with a little bit of that accent, that bright twangy sound. Um, what do you, what are you trying to add to your list of skills that you are really capable of? Again, you don't have to wait until you until you're in a show to learn these skills. So these songs that are helping you learn the skill probably won't be in your audition book. So let me tell you that first of all, because anytime you're learning a new skill, you need to start with like baby steps and then work your way up to more complex songs, right? So if I'm learning how to play the piano, I'm going to start by learning Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and then I'm going to gradually work my way up to years later, Rhapsody in Blue or whatever it might be. Um, so you, if you're trying to, let's say you want to play guitar, or play piano while you're singing because you want to be in Once, the musical, or in Town, start learning how to do that with really simple songs. Um, you might be doing like a Beatles tune or an Ed Sheeran tune or, you know, that um, if you play ukulele, that Hawaiian version of Over the Rainbow. Or, I mean, there's a million ukulele songs now that you could play. 
I mean, you can play ukulele to any song if you want to, if that's your chosen instrument. So what are those little um, step-by-step songs, those little stepping stone songs that are getting you toward this skill mastery that you're trying to get? If it's in an area like jazz, like there's 8 million jazz standards and you're going to want to learn a variety of them to practice scatting over different chord progressions, right? And practice like ballads and up tempos. And maybe one would be more of like a 1920s jazz. Um, maybe one is a little more like a 1940s or 50s big band like Frank Sinatra, because that's going to be different than, um, I don't know, like Billie Holiday. So have some of that kind of rep. And I suggest repertoire that's not musical theater. Like be working on some pop songs and some jazz tunes or some, you know, pop country. I say pop meaning popular music, uh, radio hits rather than um, musical theater. So that's the fourth kind of song that you want to have on your work list. Is this making sense? Is this helping clarify what you can be working on? I hope so. It's making me want to go practice. I want to make this list for myself as either a singer and as a pianist, actually, because I don't practice piano enough like I used to when I was in college. You guys, uh, just a short story. When I was in college studying classical piano, there was sort of this like competition amongst the pianists who could practice the most? And people would be, we had like practice rooms. It was like a hallway of these tiny rooms and every room had a baby grand piano in it. And you'd all be in your rooms practicing at the same time. And it was just like in the hallway, like cacophony, right? You just hear all the pianos going. And I'd be in there for two hours at a time. And then I'd hear somebody else was in there as like four hours that day. I'm like, oh, I got to rehearse. I got to practice four hours. And you're just in there with your stack of books and you're practicing, you're practicing, and then you go out and you like take a break and then you come back in, you're practicing. And people would get up to like six or eight hours. And I always thought, okay, that's excessive. But I didn't go on to be a classical concert pianist. So maybe that is okay that they were practicing that long. You don't need to do that. But you need to be practicing on a regular basis because this is your skill. This is your art. Okay. I, I don't want to like beat a dead horse, but you know that that's always my, <laughs> my MO on these episodes is that I always really try to get my point across. Anywho, create the work list. You are going to start diving into your practice time with more confidence. You're not going to be staring at your binder wondering like, what of these million songs should I pull out first? Or if you have a small binder with a few songs, you're not going to feel like, you don't have anything to sing because you're going to be like doing the research, finding the new rep in these different categories, and then you're going to start singing. You're going to know exactly where to start. You look at the list, you pick a song and you start. And then as you get those songs really worked up, you check them off, you move them off the list, and then you put another song on. That's it. That is it. That's how you continue working not in an emergency mode, not in a crisis mode, but just as an artist doing their daily work. All right. Here's your recap. Number one, designate a time for singing and a time for research and put them in your calendar. Do not miss your appointments with yourself. Number two, 
create a work list of four to eight songs that include A, upcoming auditions in the next six months, B, new songs you want to add to your audition book, C, material from your dream roles, and D, new skills that you want to work on. Okay, step number three, practice the songs. And then number four, remember to include a warm-up at the beginning of every session. I promise you, when you start practicing regularly with a plan in place, you're going to start seeing improvement in your voice immediately, and you will actually see the needle moving. Your book is going to start filling up. You're going to get better songs that suit you and the auditions that you're going on. You're going to start mastering the new skills that you're dreaming about, and you're actually going to feel ready when that audition comes up in three months because you're going to have done all this prep work on a regular basis instead of in a crisis. And I think one of the most important things that you're going to see is that you're going to be doing your work as an artist and feeding that part of your soul. Even if you're not cast in a show right now, you're still going to be expressing. You're still going to be singing and releasing and all of the things that happen when we sing, which I love all of that. All right. If you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Corey Yamaoka. Better yet, swing on by koryamaoka.com. Sign up for the email list. I send out weekly tips and news about the podcast. And then please take a minute or two to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode with a friend that you think might enjoy it. Again, I'm your host, Corey Yamaoka. I will see you next time right here on Studying the Song, the podcast that helps musical theater singers figure out what to sing and how to sing it so they can shine in the audition room in their leading role or in their one-person show. All right, I'll see you next time.